what is artificial intelligence or AI exactly? If that's a question you've been asking yourself, then you're in the right place because that's the topic of this video. AI is becoming more important than ever, especially understanding what it is and what it can do and how it can benefit both people and businesses alike. That being said, there's so many different definitions of what AI is out there. And so today I wanted to spend some time really walking you through sort of the way that I think of it and also explain it to other people. If AI is a topic that interests you and you haven't subscribed to our channel, now's a good time to do so. We're going to be coming out with a lot more videos talking about AI, machine learning, and other related topics. All right, so let's dive in. So what is AI? Well, before we dive into what artificial intelligence is, I like to start with the definition of intelligence itself. You know, intelligence like how we think of for humans or animals, that sort of thing. So intelligence can be roughly defined as learning, understanding, and using the knowledge learned to achieve one or more goals. So think about that. You know, as humans, when we're first born as babies, we don't know very much, right? So we have to start learning things and we learn from our parents and we learn from school. We learn from our friends and we also learn from trial and error and from experimenting with different things to see what's going to happen. So as we're learning, we start to understand the world around us and the environment more and more and we make sense of it. And then we use that knowledge learned to do things, whether those things are have conversations with our friends or figure out how to get to work every day or do the tasks that we need to do while we're working, right? We use the knowledge learned all the time to do different things. So as a natural extension of that, artificial intelligence is simply intelligence exhibited by machines. So if we can get a machine to sort of learn somehow, then understand what it learned in order to do things, like let's say make a prediction, determine if an email is spam, uh, you know, determine whether or not there's a cat or a hot dog in a picture, then one would say that's intelligence exhibited by machines. And you might hear the term uh, artificial intelligence also called cognitive computing, machine intelligence, and so on. Those are all very valid terms as well and sort of synonymous with artificial intelligence. So again, AI is intelligence exhibited by machines, which means learning, understanding, and then using that knowledge learned to do something. Now, AI has a history, um, actually came from the 1950s as a concept, uh, but it was largely modeled originally around theories of how the brain works, and so the human brain. And so there's this history in neuro neuroscience, psychology, and so on and so forth, but it's also highly related to fields like computer science, mathematics, and statistics due to the fact that people have tried to sort of replicate the ideas of how the human brain works using computer algorithms and code and mathematics. So it's very highly technical as well. AI can be thought of in terms of three broad categories. The first is artificial narrow intelligence or ANI. The second is artificial general intelligence or AGI. And the third is artificial superintelligence or ASI. In the first case, artificial narrow intelligence, also called weak AI, that's most of what we see today. So most AI today is sort of like a one trick pony. Uh, you might train some algorithms, some AI models to do one thing, like make a prediction or make a recommendation, something like that. But it can't do other things as well, necessarily. Nowadays, there's this thing called multitask learning. So, you know, people are working towards having the ability of AI to do multiple things at once. 
But for the most part, uh, AI today is actually very narrow and very so-called weak. AGI, on the other hand, is this idea of AI that has the same intelligence as humans. So it's able to, you know, answer questions, understand things, comprehend things, and so on, like humans do. Today, we're currently nowhere near that. And then finally, ASI, or artificial and super intelligence, is this idea of artificial intelligence that exceeds human intelligence. And that's where you get into these concepts of things like the technological singularity, or, you know, again, AI that just becomes way smarter than humans to the point that it could get out of control and completely start, you know, self-improving itself and, you know, turning that that's where a lot of this sort of killer robots and Terminator scenarios come into play. Uh, but again, we're nowhere near even artificial general intelligence, which is again, you know, this idea of AI that's at the intelligence level of humans. And in fact, most AI isn't even what a lot of people think it is. So what I mean by that is a lot of times AI has this perception of being sort of, you know, self-improving, self-regulating, self-guiding, self-learning, right? And then just keeps getting smarter and smarter on its own, uh, increasing its intelligence until you get sort of like the C-3PO's of the world or Ex Machina or Westworld for those of you that are fans of that show, right? In reality, most types of artificial intelligence, and we'll talk about that more in future videos, uh, exactly what those types are in the different categories, but most of them uh, aren't in any way sort of self-learning, self-guiding, self-improving. Uh, there is one area of AI called reinforcement learning that would be the closest to that concept where you have a certain kind of AI. Uh, there's this idea of an agent that's existing in an environment. Think of video games, right? Where like a Pac-Man game, you have Pac-Man and it's in an environment, which is the, the board, the level that you're on at the time. And, you know, Pac-Man's kind of going, or Miss Pac-Man is going around and, you know, trying to eat all the dots. So it's trying to take different actions and it gets points in as a reward as it's eating the dots. And also whenever it eats the fruit and becomes invincible, uh, that's sort of the state of the game changes because now the, the Miss Pac-Man is invincible. It can eat the ghosts and so on and so forth. And so uh, even though humans normally are the ones playing Miss Pac-Man and controlling the joystick and moving around this sort of environment, think of if AI can do something similar, but on its own. So basically like trying over and over to figure out the best way around to eat the dots, when to, when to eat the fruit, when to go after the ghosts, how to maximize the points if that's the ultimate goal. Uh, because, you know, more points, you get more lives, right? Um, so that would be sort of like reinforcement learning and this idea of the self-improvement, self-improving, self-guiding type of AI. But again, the vast, vast majority of AI is really much simpler than that. It's not self-improving. And we'll talk more about that in future videos. Another concept that's related to artificial intelligence is this idea of cognition and cognitive functions. So what is cognition? Well, the Oxford Dictionary defines cognition as the mental action or process of acquiring knowledge and understanding through thought experiences and the senses. So it's kind of similar to what we said about intelligence in general, this idea of you know, learning, understanding, and using the knowledge learned to achieve one or more goals. Um, and the part about the senses is really interesting here, because if you think about it with humans, right, we have all these different senses. 
we have, we can see things, we can taste things, smell things, touch things, and so on. And when we do that, we get all this data coming in through our nervous system. So as we're sensing the world around us, that data comes in through our nervous system and it's passed along uh, through these, uh, what they call neural networks. Uh, And, you know, our brain, which actually is in a cavity that's completely silent and completely dark, receives these patterns of signals basically coming through our nervous system that result from this input incoming data through our senses. Well, artificial intelligence works in a similar way. When you're training certain models, you have input data. It flows through, uh, especially in the case of deep learning and neural networks. And, you know, these networks learn things from these patterns. And that learning allows, you know, a model, let's say, to make a recommendation or predict something. Now, again, going back to cognition, though, cognition is also associated with a lot of other topics that, you know, we as humans are very familiar with. Things like, you know, remembering, uh, memory, thought, thinking, uh, let's see, awareness, comprehension, intuition, understanding, apprehension, attention, and so on. Uh, you know, these are, these are all sort of commonplace. We, we often don't even think of them as humans. But to get machines to actually mimic these kinds of human uh, cognitive functions and cognitive behaviors or functions of cognition is very, very difficult. And that's part, a big part of the reason that we're so far away from artificial general intelligence. You know, even this idea of understanding, that's, that's a very deep idea. And it takes a lot more to understand things, like truly comprehend and understand things. Often when you don't have all the, the context or all the um, sort of information that you need, humans have an ability to sort of fill in those gaps and kind of, you know, derive an understanding uh, of a situation or something that someone's saying to you, even if you don't have all the details. You, you have enough uh, memory and ability and information stored in your brain that you can kind of piece things together to have a pretty good sense of what's going on uh, in a way that machines are nowhere near able to do. Another thing that's really interesting, going back to that definition of cognition, so again, the mental action or process of acquiring knowledge and understanding through thought, experience, and the senses. This idea of understanding through thought is pretty interesting. Think about that. You know, we as humans, um, sometimes we learn certain things or we have certain experiences in our lives and, you know, we're trying to make sense of it. And sometimes we just sit there and we think through something for a while. We're trying to put pieces together, two and two together, right, in our mind. And by thinking of it, sometimes we have this aha moment. We go, oh, yeah, I get it now, right? It's almost like we've learned something new and understood something new completely on our own just by thinking, by recalling different bits and pieces of information that we have stored in our brain piecing it together and creating new intelligence, new learning, new understanding, and the ability to use that new understanding to do something, right? So in our case, again, you know, we use our intelligence every day, whether it's carrying out the tasks at our job or dealing with issues with our families and friends or dealing with our own health issues or whatever it is. Um, But that's super interesting. But You know, today, again, going back to this idea of sort of narrow artificial intelligence or weak AI, you know, these these models, you know, you want to make a recommendation, you want to predict something, you want to 
cluster things together and create groups so that you can better market or target people uh, through personalization or whatever the case may be. Uh, but you know, you, you very much are, are trying to accomplish one specific goal with a certain AI sort of task. Uh, but the AI doesn't have the ability to just kind of go outside the bounds of that and put things together based on other domains <clears throat> or areas of knowledge or data or something like that. It's very much dependent on the domain and the, dom the data that it's using related to that domain at any given time for any given task. And so that's, that, that's another one of the areas where there is a big gap between sometimes what people think of as AI and the reality of AI. Now, one of the questions that comes up time and time again is what is the difference between AI, machine learning, data science, neural networks, and deep learning? And those are great questions. And you're in luck because upcoming videos are gonna be exactly about that. Hopefully this video has given you a much better understanding of what artificial intelligence is and isn't. If you wanna learn more about AI specifically, feel free to subscribe to my newsletter and get chapter one from my book, AI for People in Business for free. And also subscribe to this YouTube channel uh, because we're gonna have a lot more great videos on AI, machine learning, and more coming right at you. And with that, I'll see you in the next video.